You are listening to the Fresh Focus Podcast, where VA dietitian nutritionists are serving up health and wellness information for veterans and their families. In addition to being in clinic, chatting over the phone, or using Video Connect, we are increasing your access with this podcast, sharing bites of information from your dietitians when it's convenient for you. As the season changes, it can bring new life to our meals and cooking methods. In this series, we are boosting your barbecue with bold flavors and fresh ingredients. Although there may be an empty seat at the picnic table, representing veterans who are no longer able to speak their voice, we remember them as we enjoy warmer weather, sunshine, and summer eats. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Fresh Focus Podcast. This is Seeger, one of your VA dietitians. We are very excited for this series on summer eats because we have changed things up a little bit. We will be including some interviews throughout the series with none other than some of our close family members. Some of us are very lucky to have people close to us that are knowledgeable on these topics and have firsthand experience that they're willing to share. So sit back and enjoy all the wisdom that we were able to include within these episodes. We will begin this series with what may turn out to be a great idea, or maybe not so great of an idea, for me at least, as I interview my lovely wife, Jamie. As we kick off the series about summer food and cooking, what's the first thing you think of when the weather gets warmer? Grilling, gardening, and swimming. That sounds like a pretty good combination. It's a very good combination. So with our new house, we're lucky enough to have a space for a garden. And you just recently went through that whole process. So let me ask you this. What made you want to start a garden and why is it important to you? Gardening is very peaceful to me. Uh, I love the finished product. I love fresh produce. So having my own garden has been something I've always wanted to do. And now that we have our own house and we have the room, it just was perfect. Before you get started, did you have an idea of size-wise, what you wanted to start with? Bigger than what you let me have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I figured. That's why I ended up with two. Yeah, and we have a toddler running around, so it's nice to have her kind of get used to that. Yeah, absolutely. There's something to say about kids who grow up on a farm or grow up with a garden. They have to see that you have to put work into it, but the reward in the end is very rewarding. So I want her to grow up with the garden and help us in the garden, pick the vegetables, and see that she can eat the produce that we grow. I agree. I think it's nice that, as dietitians, we're always talking about how people need to get reconnected with where their food comes from in a lot of ways. And I think this would be great for her just to be able to go out there with us and pick the vegetables and spend time, even just being outside. The more we can get her outside, the better. And she's already kind of an outside kid anyway. So yeah, it's, absolutely. It's great. And as soon as she learns how to drive that little tractor, she can haul stuff for us. Absolutely. That's the next step. So can you explain a little bit about how you got started, kind of what steps you took, and then what recommendations you might have for people that want to get started with a garden? Uh, First thing I would do is I recommend research. So start off with a small garden. I did not do that. Uh, Maybe start off with one instead of two. But either way, I would do some research, kind of see what vegetables are easy to grow. There's several of them that flourish so tomatoes are one of them squash zucchini cucumbers peppers carrots a lot of vegetables grow pretty easily Um, research your soil see what kind of zone you're in to see what vegetables would thrive definitely just start smaller smaller not with two gardens yeah Mm -hmm. and you can always grow your garden every year so if you start off with 
three tomato plants this year and your tomato plants get all your focus and they do wonderful. The next year, maybe add in tomatoes and bell peppers or maybe, you know, three different vegetables instead of just the tomatoes. So yeah, definitely start small and then you can grow your garden every year until you have the biggest garden in Southern Illinois. I don't know about all that, but anyway, and you started everything from seed, which took a little bit more time and effort, but ended up saving us a lot of money. How much money do you think we saved by doing that? What was your thought process in terms of starting from seed and not wanting to start from plants? I think there's uh, more rewarding when you start from seed rather than just going to the store and buying a plant. Seeds are, they are cheaper. Plants run like three to five dollars a piece. So I have, for instance, 14 tomato plants out there. Uh, so I, we definitely saved a lot of money buying a $2, $3 packet of seeds rather than buying, you know, 14 plants for $5 a piece that right there saves you. But you have to also think about when you very first start to garden, you have to buy all the tools that it's going to take to garden. Uh, so like all the pots that you have to buy and all your soil and it, it will add up, but it'll still be cheaper in the end because you can reuse those things from year to year. And we had to buy a greenhouse this year, which, you know, that was a chunk of money up front, but we'll be able to use that greenhouse for years to come, therefore saving us money in the end. And the greenhouse really wasn't too bad. We were able to find that, that, that pop-up one that absolutely pretty, yeah pretty basic, and then we added some extra showing in the back, so that worked Correct. out. Yeah, there's always ways that you can make, you know, something work. Right. Okay. Now, the transition from the greenhouse to the garden... Do you want to kind of elaborate on that a little bit for uh, someone that might be planning to go from seed to the soil? What are some things they should expect with using the greenhouse and how to transition that? So again, do your research. They call it hardening off your plants. So when you have your plants inside a greenhouse, your plants are protected. They're getting a lot of sun. You're watering them but they're not exposed to like the wind and the different changes in your temperatures. We turned a heater on out in our greenhouse. So our temperature was consistent for them when they're small. That's great, but they also need to get acclimated to the weather outside. So we would on nice days, we would open up our greenhouse and let the wind blow in kind of, it strengthens your stems of your vegetables. We would even set the plants outside and let them get direct exposure to the sunlight and exposed to the wind. That way, when I did decide to transfer them to the garden, they were already strong and we knew they would thrive. Mm -hmm. And they always say you increase your time every day. So one day you start off with your vegetables outside for an hour and then the next day you increase it to two hours. And we didn't, we weren't that strict. We went, you know, two, six, eight, we skipped some and our our plants did wonderful. So definitely do mm. your research when transitioning from your greenhouse to your garden. And it would take more maintenance to take care of your plants inside the garden rather than inside the greenhouse. Cause now you have to worry about, you know, there's more to water, there's more to weed and there's just more maintenance to it. Yeah. And I, with as many plants as you had in that greenhouse, I was very worried and dreading <laughs> the hardening process for those. And trying to pull all those things out. And luckily, it didn't. It wasn't as big of a deal as... So they make carriers, which is what I got. Yeah. Which, again, is more money, but we'll be able to use them years in the future. I think I held 15 plants in one carrier. So then I was able to put all my plants in the carrier, and then we just had, you know, 
12 carriers to set outside instead of individual <laughs> plants. But I also gave a bunch of plants away. I didn't intend to That's grow true. as many as I did. So I gave some to my grandparents and to some of my coworkers who wanted to grow some herbs. Yeah. So it was that was good. Yeah, that worked out pretty well. So now that everything's in the soil, what are some things that you've learned or wish you knew before kind of going through that whole process? So we started our seeds inside. Our We have a nice big bay window. We were able to put our seeds in a little yeah, kit. They had the little the... planter, the little greenhouse planter. We were able to start those and just leave them in the sun. Well, when I got the greenhouse, I transitioned those plants to the greenhouse, but I didn't think about the drastic change in temperature, which is very difficult for plants to thrive when you have dramatic changes in climate. So they went from a consistent temperature inside the house to outside in the greenhouse. The first few plants I put out there did die. So that's when we decided to put out the heater to try to maintain a consistent temperature out there all the time. And that's something that I had to learn the hard way. And you're going to have that. You're going to have some fails, but you learn from those fails just like you do in life. Mm-hmm. So uh, that is something I wish I would have remembered yeah. A little bit more. And it was fun running 200 feet of extension cord out to a <laughs> greenhouse in the yeah. backyard. Yes, that was. So, you know. And and to be fair, we burnt out the first we did. heater because it, during the day, you know, it gets moist in there and you get the condensation build up. And, uh, yeah, it burnt out the heater. So mm-hmm. we had to do another one. So Buy cheap heaters. Yeah, you know, just be be mindful of that. So do you have any other tips as far as things that you would recommend, equipment, tools, whatever, that would make the process easier, any any stage of the, the process? Yeah, a tiller. We got tiller very, helps. very lucky that when we bought this house, a tiller was left, but it's made this process a lot easier. I When I transitioned my plants from the greenhouse to the garden, I made sure my rows were wide enough apart that we could still get the tiller down to help with weed maintenance. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, I couldn't imagine having to go out there and weed that whole garden without a tiller. So that has been a huge help. The greenhouse was a huge help. Little, There's all kinds of little tools out there, I'm sure. And like I said, keep doing your research because there's all kinds of research out there and all kinds of blogs out there that people have done to say what's helped them the most. And the making the rows wide enough to get the tiller down was a really good idea. Because we have the main garden is roughly 30 by 30. So it's a pretty good sized space. So being able to run the tiller between the rows. Not big enough. Plenty, plenty big enough. But having that space to be able to, yeah, do that and take the tiller and get rid of some of the weeds. Because it, it does grow up and it does Very take a lot quickly. of effort to keep up with. Quicker than I thought. Also, one thing I didn't think about was snakes. <laughs> We had a very, like a six-foot black snake in our garden a couple weeks ago, and I was weeding right by it, did not see it, and ran away screaming. It is the garden mascot. We've not named him yet. I don't want to name him because we're not keeping him. I think we should name it. We're not keeping him. Well, we'll talk. So, last question. What's it like to be married to a dietitian? Torture. Absolute torture. Absolute torture. It's pretty painful, isn't it? It is very painful. No, it is wonderful. You have helped educate me on several things. Even my mom says her eating habits have changed since you've came into our lives. Just certain educations that I think we didn't know. I wasn't raised eating healthy fruits and vegetables. People always say they're expensive. There's ways around that. They are not as expensive as people like to say, and 
doesn't mean you need to go out and buy top-of-the-line organic. You can still incorporate fruits, fresh fruits and fresh vegetables in your diet every day. See, we're, we're not all bad. We're not all bad, but I, <laughs> I like a corn dog from the state fair every now and then, you know, whatever. Absolutely, absolutely. It's all yeah. about balance, and that's another thing that we we do well. I think we balance yeah. our diets very well, and that's something that I had to learn. Yeah, a lot of it's context, consistency, and uh, just just moderation and knowing how to balance things. Definitely well, moderation. So enjoy life and enjoy those splurges, but being able to try to keep up. A decent foundation of quality food that way you're well nourished and you feel better and you can do the things you want to do completely yeah hey what do you think about mommy's garden oh yeah does mommy have a lot of plants no no don't tell her that um up next, we have an interview I did with Jamie's grandfather, otherwise known as Papa Dave, and he gives some good tips on getting started and how to protect your garden. We start the conversation by discussing how important it is to be able to grow your own food. Well, it's, that's definitely important. You know, I think uh, a lot of people don't don't have the first clue. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely important because I think we're going to get the, to a point where uh, food is is going to be pretty expensive and certain things are now if you're going to garden you need to think it's best to think about it the year before you know just get you a list of, of stuff don't just buy a bunch of seeds and and say well i'm going to do this prepare your garden get the soil and and amendments in the soil uh, a little bit of fertilizer not a lot because you can burn them up uh, putting fertilizer too close to the plant and too much. Some plants need to be started in the greenhouse, and some don't do well when you transplant them. Read up on the uh, different vegetables that you want to grow. In this section, I had asked him about keeping animals out of your garden. Coons, uh, electric fence. Uh, that would be about the only way I know how to keep a coon out. Deer. Uh, they get used to about anything after a period of time. Uh, after three or four weeks, they'll get used to it. Irish spring soap is a strong smell. They don't like that, but they get used to it after a few weeks. Human hair, they, they get used to that after a few weeks. Rabbits. Uh, small animals, game animals like that, and coon, you almost have to put a small fence around them. Uh, it's hard to keep them out. Squirrels, hard to keep them out. Wait for the season and, and go squirrel hunting. That's about the only <laughs> thing I know. Yeah. <laughs> Rabbit hunting. Yeah. You can trap most of those uh, animals. Uh, electric fence, about a foot off the ground will uh, keep a raccoon out for the most part. Uh, stuff I've tried is is uh, mixing up your own remedies, something that you wouldn't really like, something really hot and spicy, some uh, habanero peppers, the juice, mm -hmm. get the squeeze, squeeze those and make you a, a real hot uh, juice the hottest thing you can think of and uh, spray it on your corn plants. I've never noticed it 
bothering the corn and 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 you'll also have bugs you know that uh, you can use a lot of uh, home remedies that work pretty good on bugs but you have to be careful some of them will damage your plants also sandy likes to use a lot of vinegar now that works pretty good for a lot of bugs she uses cinnamon on some stuff on ants you know there's a lot of home remedies uh, if you want to look it up they don't work as well as the chemicals but it's not as hard on you. you you hear more information about the chemicals and it's more what it can do not only to you but to your kids you know you pass it on it's just uh, not a good thing Think about what you're going to do and and what you want to plant. Do a little research. It's fun to just try things. You know, you know, you might have better luck than the next guy. Your land, your soil may be uh, better than my soil. I don't know how many different types of soil there are. I've got about three or four types on my farm. Some of it is sandy, silty, and that's in the low bottom areas. And this up here, I try to improve it every year by putting uh, mulch and and, uh, straw, wood chips, different things on it to make it where it's looser. And most likely you won't have a good garden the first year. It just takes takes time and and, uh, it's fun growing it. I enjoy it. Just have to get your hands wet and dirty and, and go for it. Up next, we have some interviews that one of our other dietitians, Lauren, did with her Grandma Carol, Grandpa Roger, and Grandma Janice. Enjoy. What got you interested in gardening in the first place? The prices in the grocery store. And can you tell us about your first experience gardening? Okay, about 20 years ago, started gardening. The one thing I found out is every year you're going to make your garden bigger because it's not big enough and you want to try new things. Do you recommend container gardening or gardening in the ground? If you have room for in the ground and you don't mind purchasing a tiller, then do it in the ground. But if you don't want to tear up your yard and you don't have a lot of space, there's nothing the matter with containers. They do very well. You can even plant in plastic bags. Just make sure you have some holes in the corners and underneath for the extra drainage in case you overwater. If you don't want to start with seeds, then go to a local store or gardening shop and buy your plants already grown. It's going to cost you a lot more. But if you do seeds, then it's just going to cost you the uh, package of seeds and you can start those in about March. You can use egg cartons or anything with some dirt in them and get your starts that way. It depends which way how much money you need to spend or save. What equipment do you need when you start your first gardening experience? I think if you've got a shovel and a hand fork, whatever you've got on hand. If you're using containers, then you just use your hands. But if you're in the ground, then you need probably a tiller and a hoe and a rake. And any tips to make gardening less expensive? Use containers. When you can in that, throw your seeds and your peels and everything back into your gardening space or throw it in a space that you're going to keep 
because those seeds and everything will come back new plants the next year and then you don't have to buy anything and like your herbs let them go to seed and save your seeds and then you've got to keep them in the refrigerator and any final thoughts on growing your own food in today's economy it's very important to grow your own food and it's very important to can it's time for people to start getting back to the basics and canning again because you cannot depend on anything these days not really one thing to remember whether you're starting a garden in the ground or in containers if you know other people that have gardens you might want to share plants and you can also go to the library they have seeds where you can go through and then at the end of the season you can replace the seeds that you took say more about how to save your seeds like how do you get them from the plant how do you save them okay say you've got a squash you take all your seeds out of your squash or your watermelon again clean off all the fibrous material in the fruit part take them and lay them on paper plates and let them totally dry out and once everything is nice and dry i use envelopes your like coin envelopes what you would put jewelry or something in right on there what's in the seed keep them in the refrigerator and they just make sure they're good and dry and then put them in the refrigerator every gardener used to grow a lot of potatoes and foods like that that in the early days, the grocery stores didn't carry a lot of that sort of thing. And they would depend on neighbors or people who grew a lot of potatoes, carrots, sweet corn, and all those things that, that, that you could grow in your garden was essential to carry you through the winter. Green beans, you'd can them. Even corn, they would cut off the uh, cob and they would can it preserve it through the winter is to use as needed so you'd have vegetables in the off season because it wasn't as easy to transport all the vegetables to like they do today in today's market you can just about buy anything you know 70 years ago the vegetables were very sparse in the grocery stores it either had to be in a can or else it uh, it wasn't available so those are very important things that you have to remember about how far we've come with all the vegetables being transported across the United States and around the world. How young were you when you started gardening? I grew up with it, so probably I'd go out there when I was eight or nine and when my mom and dad, after they did the evening chores and everything, we would always go out and spend maybe... 30 minutes, 40 minutes, and then we would go back to the yard and sit under the shade trees and wonder what tomorrow would bring. His mom, they would can everything. They would can everything for the entire winter. And she said the only thing that she remembers buying in the store was pork and beans and hot dogs. That was it, because they had their own meat, they had their own chickens, uh, they had their own eggs. She made their own bread. They had all these vegetables that she had canned, fruits. She even canned meat. And it was really good, beef especially. Is gardening expensive? Well, here, to buy plants, it's not that expensive. So really, it's just your time and your effort is the, big, the biggest expense. You have to put the time, but it's so rewarding when you see what you've grown and you eat 
the lettuce that you've grown with along with those tomatoes and along with those cucumbers that you oh cucumbers is another one that's very easy to grow. Um, that was my least favorite plant. Yeah. <laughs> he never liked cucumbers. Still to this day, hates cucumbers. cucumbers. Thank you for tuning in to the first episode of our Summer Eats series. Stay tuned for more interviews and bites of information that you can use this season.